about. He said, the house is on fire. I left a few minutes ago. Uh, I saw the smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm running back. The police tried to stop me, uh, but I'm you know, running down our road. And I said, put your, call me back on FaceTime. And uh, uh, he, and I'm standing there waiting and I'm just in shock, you know. I thought, what, what could have happened? And uh, it took him a minute because he tried to get in the house because we had three dogs. Yeah. Uh, in the house and he opened up the door and there's just black smoke I guess came out and he could see the stairs on fire it was fully engulfed yeah. in flame and uh, firemen pulled him back and said no no you, you can't go in there and so uh, he he pulled back and called me on FaceTime and showed me and the whole thing was, was in place. Wow. Yeah. In our last episode, Randy discussed the sequence of events he and his family went through before, during, and after his house, his dogs, and all his belongings were completely destroyed in a fire. In this episode, Randy talks about what they did to deal with the tragedy and move forward. He offers some good advice for what people should do to make the aftermath easier to handle should somebody else have to deal with the same tragedy. As a reminder, in 2021, a small brush fire quickly got out of control and rapidly spread to Randy's home, completely engulfing it in flame. There was nothing left. The fire happened on a Sunday, Randy couldn't make it back home until Tuesday, and the house was still smoldering when he arrived to find a pile of rubble where his home once stood. What do you do when that happens? How would you handle it? We're going to find out exactly what Randy did to come out of this devastating situation. None of us want to go through what Randy and his family have endured, but it's helpful to know how to prepare, just in case. So grab a notebook and take some notes. This may save you a lot of pain in the future. Additionally, this episode is much more upbeat than part one, so we'll have some laughs too. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. Ken Collins Marketing. It's simple. We help small business owners get more customers. Are you tired of the same old boring merchandise? Do you want to add some flair to your life? Introducing Ken's Treasure Chest. We offer a wide variety of unique and high-quality consumer products, from t-shirts to puzzles, phone cases to metal posters. Visit kenstreasurechest.com today and add some treasure to your life. Show our sponsors some love. If you're watching the video, show us some love by smashing the like button. And remember, the views and opinions expressed on Ken's Think Tank do not necessarily reflect those of our sponsors. Then you're back in town. Your house is actually still on fire. And um, you're well, learning some of the dogs didn't Yeah, didn't some of the remains it. were still well, smoldering. What was left? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no house. <laughs> there was no house. There is no spoon. Right? Some of the pieces of the what was remaining of your house were on the ground still smoldering. Um, you learn that your dogs are gone. You already know that everything else you own is gone. Mm -hmm. So what do you do at that moment? You start to make a plan. All right, what, what do I got to do first? What do I got to do second? You know, I got to make sure my family has what they need. Uh, State Farm did a tremendous job. Uh, they were my insurance carrier. They were there that first day. 
um, and um, they cut me a check for living expenses. Uh, I had really good insurance coverage. They put me up in a hotel. Uh, my uh, daughter and son, uh, I think my son stayed at the hotel. Uh, my daughter stayed with her mom uh, and, and, and uh, my daughter and her boyfriend stayed with her mom. And uh, you know, we were all kind of in shock because it's just, right. Every, but, but you don't wanna, nobody wanted to stand around and, and uh, dwell on yeah. the loss. It was, all right, what do we need to do? And right. um, actually on, on Tuesday, uh, everything was too hot to, to do anything. Yeah. It was still, still yeah. smoldering. So it was, let's see if there's anything we can salvage from here. Um, you know, I had a de detached garage, but uh, it caught on fire too. And uh, the car in there was a total loss. Um, there was a little portion of a wall that was still up on that garage. Uh, yeah but that was it. So it was just, all right, focus on uh, what we need to do. And, and uh, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to clean it up and get started rebuilding as soon as possible. Yeah. By Wednesday, they, everything was out. We could walk in the remains mm -hmm. and go through it and see if there was anything that we could salvage. And uh, it became clear that there was nothing left. And there were, there were a few things like, you know, my father was a, a silversmith and he had, mm. uh, you know, made some jewelry. There were some, some things that had special meaning to sure. all of us and we looked for those things, but nothing. Yeah. Nothing made it. I mean, it was a very, very hot fire. Uh, the only thing left was stainless steel. I had uh, easily a thousand books yeah. uh, in my library yeah. and uh, on, on the upper floor in I my study. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, those weren't totally burned. They were in a very big, messy pile on the bottom floor because everything had collapsed in on itself. Right. Um, yeah, even the granite uh, countertops and islands were, there were no pieces bigger than your hand. Yeah. It had all just really shattered. So um, we had a friend who, a couple of friends actually, that loaned us, one guy loaned us a tractor um, and uh, another guy loaned us a bobcat, and uh, man, we, we as soon as it cooled off, we we initially started going through. And uh, and you know the great thing about technology um, is that uh, like I would I would I started an insurance list on my watch, and I would just say, hey, right, you know her name, <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't want her. We don't want her. She who shall remain nameless. <laughs> I don't want her answering me right now. Right. <laughs> but uh, I would say, hey, you know, uh, uh, add this to my insurance list. When I would see something like, oh, add a motorcycle to my insurance list. Add this uh, chainsaw to my insurance list. Uh, you know, as we would think about it, we would just say it and started making a very, very long list. And we were going through the rubble and trying to identify some of the things because I'll tell you, a, uh, a uh, circular saw does not look like a circular saw after it's burnt, you know? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just, all right, for insurance, let's start gearing up for this process. Let's identify everything that we have. Of course, I had backed up all of my photographs on hard drives that were in the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, I've been a photographer for now 40 years, but um, I had, I don't know, maybe 40,000 uh, pictures uh, all of them had been digitized and all of them were on hard drives yeah. uh, in the house. 
So uh, what I would advise everyone to do is take five minutes, walk into every room in your house, and just do a quick uh, 10, 15 second video, slowly panning uh-huh. uh, everything in that room. Yeah. Uh, you know, five minutes of your life will save you an enormous amount of effort. Yeah. Because just to document what you have, because yeah. you you lose track easily oh, of, yeah. of things. You you know when you come across it, it's very recognizable, and of course you know that you've had that and how long and whatever. Right. But when you have to just dream it up, right, right, in the middle of a disaster. And so what I what I did was uh, uh, we all started making lists of everything we could remember and. Uh, you know, Megan, my daughter would send me a picture from her phone saying, oh, here's a, you know, here's a picture in the living room. Let's see what you can find in there. And uh, it's interesting. I had built a chicken coop and by the way, all the chickens survived. Wow. They were outside, you know, the the house just on the north side of it, but, and they were all fenced in, but they made it. Uh, Some of them were singed. Yeah. Uh, But um, uh, I had made a, built a chicken coop and I built it in my garage and I kind of rolled it out and took a picture of it. Uh, I don't know, maybe three, four months earlier. And uh, uh, I took that photograph uh, off my phone. I lightened it up in Photoshop. And on the back wall, I found an additional $10,000 worth of tools and stuff I'd totally forgotten about. Wow. So it, it, it uh, it's really vital to, yeah. to look at all your photographs and spot things like, oh, I forgot about that. Right. I, you know, or that blanket or that uh, uh, keepsake. So, um, it turns out that um, the uh, with inflation, uh, we we maxed out the policy. So right. there's some things that we won't be reimbursed for. I even had a, an inflation uh, rider on my, uh, so it, it added I think another 10% okay. to it, but it it uh, it won't quite cover all of the everything that we had. Right. But what I but it, I probably spent uh, nine months. Um, every day after work, uh, every weekend, uh, logging every item that we had, and then I uh, would uh, have to go on to uh, online and find out what the value of replacing it is or cost of replacing it is, and then submit all of that information to the insurance company. It has been a major, major chore. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, and then what the insurance company does is they take the item based on how uh, the condition it was in, how how long you had it, and they depreciate it a certain amount. And uh, so they may pay you 50% of the value of that item, but if you have replacement cost on your insurance, um, when you purchase it, they pay you the difference. Okay. We, we've started construction on the new house. It's been what, uh, almost 20 months since the fire and construction just started last month. So we're rebuilding the house and now I've got a a two year limit to to get everything purchased. Mm -hmm. So even though I don't yet have a place to put it, I'm starting to order everything that that, uh, is eligible for replacement costs. So, you know, one of the great things about losing everything is you get all new stuff. So shopping. You, you like you like my new jacket? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too warm today, but you know, it's new. It's new. <laughs> I want to wear it. <laughs> oh man! You know, there's a a, a Chinese proverb, a story about a Chinese farmer and. 
I think it, it's really kind of helped helped me maintain my perspective. Uh, and uh, you know, the story goes that he uh, uh, he had a horse and uh, it ran off. And uh, his neighbor said, "Oh man, that's bad luck." And he said, "Maybe it is. Maybe it's not." And um, uh, the next day, the horse comes back, and it has a bunch of wild horses that followed it home. And the the uh, neighbor of the farmer said, "Man, that's good luck." And he goes, "Maybe, maybe not." And right. and then his son uh, um, his son uh, broke his leg uh, trying to break some of the new horses. And the neighbor says, "Man, that's bad luck." And he goes, "Maybe, maybe not." Right? <laughs> and uh, and the next day, the army came through and conscripted all the young uh, men for the army. And they didn't take his son because you know his uh, leg was broken. And the neighbor says, "Man, that's good luck." And he goes, "Maybe, maybe not." You know. <laughs> so th- there's there's nothing good about losing my dogs. No, uh, they were great pets, and uh, you know the thought of them suffering yeah. is uh, kind of overwhelming. Uh, but you know, I lost everything I had. Uh, but you know, my family is healthy and mm-hmm. safe. I didn't have any possessions, but you know, you kind of learn they're not really that important. Uh, yeah. But I and I, I had good insurance, so now I get to replace those things that I want to. I have to select right. which things I'm going to replace. But uh, I've come out okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna build a new new I'm building a new house. It's gonna be smaller. Uh, I took some of the proceeds and I bought 50 acres in the mountains in Colorado. Well, I'm gonna build a cabin up there. Yeah. So you know, in in some ways, I may be better off than than I was before the fire. And uh, you know, I had a lot of stuff, but um, uh, I'm I'm grateful for. Uh, what I have now, and um, I enjoyed what I had while I had it. I, I never took my the home I had. Uh, I built it in, in 2003. I never took it for granted. I loved living in that house, and uh, uh, I love the view. It's it's uh, a gorgeous view, and and now the the view is actually better because. Right. You know, I had, I don't know, maybe 60 or 70 trees on the property, and they were blocking a good portion of the view. And uh, a few weeks ago, we cut all those trees down, and it just totally opened up the view. So I'll have to plant new trees, um, uh, but I'll have a better view. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe good, maybe bad. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You know, right, it's, it's, exactly. There's, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... Um, going through the process I wouldn't wish it on anyone well maybe a couple of people (laughs) (laughs) but I mean some of it you grow and you learn about when you go through something like that yeah some of it is is uh is a mindset right that you get to um kind of like that proverb you get to choose how you feel about it right when uh I got off the phone with my son, made sure he was okay. His mom uh, was with him by then. Grabbed my daughter and, and son-in-law, and we just cried for a few minutes. Yeah. And then we were done with that. All right, let's. What do we got to do Make now? Let's start making a plan. Yeah. And and that's what we've done. But yeah, it was certainly a a, a devastating loss in. Uh, technically and on paper, but you know, yeah. it's uh, it's just stuff. It's stuff. Yeah. Yep. We've been uh, 
getting good at chainsaws and <laughs> cutting down stuff and cutting up, up trees and uh, making plans and it's been it's oh, been really a good you mentioned um, uh, a lumber mill like didn't you a sawmill a sawmill mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that you'd like to have a, a maybe a portable sawmill yeah I've got a, a lot of trees and uh, now they're mostly on a hillside so I've got to get a strategy for for getting them off the hillside and into a sawmill but yeah I'm thinking about you know making a lot of lumber out of those trees so that yeah I can I can make something of it you know and uh, you know I'm semi-retired I still do uh, consulting uh, executive coaching on occasion but uh, for the most part I've got a lot of, of time now to spend my time the way I want to so, right uh, uh, making sawdust be a good way to do it <laughs> yeah yeah well dude um, sucky sucky situation but I mean you're moving forward and yeah you're you know your heads on straight and in the whole bit and so and like you mentioned i mean the the most devastating thing about that would have been to lose family or yeah. or yeah. just have them hurt badly in some way and none of that happened so yeah it uh missed my son by five minutes you know? yeah and and i know he thinks that it would have been great to be in the house uh so to, i could let the dog to, out right you know? right uh, but you know the risk i mean it was fast i yeah. In watching the video cam, you know, the guy is, is talking, he's calling in other units and everything else to, uh, and he's upgrading it because of the fire response because it's starting to take off. And right. you can just hear in his voice the panic when it yeah. just roars up the hillside. And, uh, and there was just nothing anybody could do. Yeah. 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 I'm a fairly smart guy and I'm pretty capable and I have some technical right. savvy. And I, part of me thinks that if it had to happen to someone, it, it, probably it's good that it happened to me because I'm able to able to deal it. with it yeah. and to, and to, to maximize uh, you know the insurance coverage and sure. go through this extremely complicated process right of making sure that uh, you know we're, we're we get all that's that's yeah. to us from the insurance so you know yeah. that's one way of looking yeah at some it. people would just be completely lost without any way to to too much fog to see the way forward and and what do i do and you know writing things on napkins that are getting lost and yeah. you've got your spreadsheets that's right the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you've got she who shall be shall remain nameless right. um, helping you and <laughs> that's right. i saw a meme the other day and it, it was a guy talking to his phone he goes he said uh hey siri why can't i have a successful relationship and the, the speaker said this is Alexa <laughs> oh my god that's perfect <laughs> oh dude thanks, thanks for, for thanks for riding with me man it was awesome Ken's Think Tank is made possible with help from these fine sponsors Basin Home Health and Hospice, keeping you healthy, happy, and home since 1992. Durango Joe's, with a smile, a warm greeting, and a great cup of coffee.
I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com